It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to Real Adventures. Talking all things fishing, boating and the great outdoors. For Razorback 4x4, Australia's best four-wheel drive sea covers. With protection like no other. And Club Marine. Need insurance for your boat or jet ski? Discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. Welcome back to Real Adventures. Razorback 4x4. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. It's time to take a look what's biting right around the country. It is the whip round. We kick things off. Redmond in New South Wales. And Batemans Bay continues to fire. There's a little report during the week. Young Jake had a cracking day with his first ever marlin and dolphin fish. The Mahi Mahi, or Maui Maui as I like to call them. <laughs> uh, 63 kilos was the billfish. Yep, it's a beautiful marlin. And the Mahi Mahi weighing in at 16. Not a bad effort from the young fella. It's a great day. It's a fantastic day, actually. But it's so exciting to see these marlin now. They've really fired up. The current's slowed. There's fish right up, like you said, Ulladulla down at Batesman's Bay, right through to Eden. So there's so many fish. Burmy, there's just so many fish starting to appear, which is so good to see because we'll hopefully head down there shortly. Yeah, so you have a annual trip that you do sort of middle of February. Cancel it this year. Oh, you've cancelled it. Yeah, you took your boat off me. It is. It's actually for sale if anyone's interested in it. It's beautiful. It's for sale. So, no, the so reason... So you're not going to take your six-meter up there? Uh, I will, but it's just... Uh, I can't pick the boys. Like, so we've got the same boys, five or six, five or six of us, and just a little bit tidy in my boat. I probably don't want that in a six-meter. No, it's just a bit too many, bo- too many people. So what I'll do is i got my new boat coming, so we might just hold off this year. And so then 650? Yeah, 650. I can do it in 650, not an issue. So what we'll do is maybe... Are you going f- to go up there? Yeah, I'll definitely go up there and fish. Just not yeah. with... The, I was not going to tell the boys. To, the weather gets a bit... Ordinary. Like your boat, we could push it a bit in the weather and stuff. And I might go up there maybe over that time if I can short notice if the weather's good with whoever's available out of them. Yeah. But I don't... Yeah, we're just going to maybe have the year off. It'll be the first one, which is a bit disappointing. But I'll definitely be up down the coast a few times. So... Yeah. Your smile and run's looking really good, really good. And if you push up a bit higher, the fads out of Sydney... Uh, May May are holding extremely well on them too. So one and a half meters off the new fads, which is really really good to see. So how long do you reckon like those fads when they launch them? Like what's the time you need to take before you start to go fish them? Because actually, I went past the there's a fad off Aries Inlet. Yes, and I didn't realize they'd redeployed it because I knew they'd had trouble with the weather down there. At different so they stages. they put them ones in. Oh, I reckon it was about end of November. As soon as the whales sort of stopped, they put them in. So they put them in the same time as the Torquay ones. And and how? what's the balance of, right, once they're deployed, once they're in, how long before the fish start to so congregate around them? Our ones are a little bit different to the, I guess, your continental shelf ones as such. So your fads that are off Perth and uh, Sydney, the likes, and then you compare to ours are different. So those fish, are, those fads are more targeting your pelagic fish offshore. Yep. So like your mahi-mahi and your bait fish, etc. That's what they're targeting. Where our fads are a little bit different. To be honest with you, I don't know if they do a hell of a lot at yep. all. Yep. Uh, you're not going to get mahi, don't get me wrong, stranger things happen. We have caught mahi-mahi here, but you're not going to have your numbers of dolphin fish on it. You're not going to have... Just not the sheer number of pelagic well, species like you get as you get to warm waters. Well, let's be honest, how many times do you hear kingfish caught often? 
Yeah. You just don't. Not very often. You don't. No. So they don't, I don't think they're as effective here as what they are on the continental shelf because you've got to remember out there there's nothing there. There's absolutely nothing. So these fish find it and they hold on it. So basically, long story short, they're nowhere near as effective off in, in our waters what they are catching these dolphin fish, etc. Marlin uh, out wide. Where even in Hawaii, Vanuatu, all the fads out there, they work really, really well. Yep. So yeah, different places for different fish, obviously. But uh, yeah, more structure on the ground for us is more relevant to then having something floating in the water. Yep. that makes sense. Hearing some good reports out of Sydney as well. The Parramatta River fishing well for brim. Once again, targeting the structure around the Parramatta. It's always been a really good way of, of chasing brim and soft plastics have been the lure of choice if you're not going to use bait. Heading further north, Redmond to Queensland. Have a look at this. There's a massive, nice, golden spot cod. Caught a yapoon, lamb-based. A big, big one of those, which you don't see a lot of them. So it was a great, great size fish to be caught off yapoon. And then heading... The mouth on that thing when it was posted would be the size of a basketball. Like in terms of once yes. that jaw opens up, they're just massive, the cod. Their ability to extend the mouth and almost dislocate the jaw. Yeah, like, literally. Incredible. And they pull hard too. Like they, got to, they finish up pretty quick, but they pull really, really hard as well. The Narang River, 11 whiting caught and five sand crabs. A great morning for uh, for John, the fishing man. Yeah, so they're different whiting to us. So they're yeah, the yellowfin whiting. I've seen really, really good reports up the whole Queensland coast on these yellowfin whiting. So surface poppers, or you can get your little worms, you can get your different baits, you can get all sorts of stuff uh, to catch these. But in my opinion, casting those little poppers in the shallows is probably the way to go. Yeah, most exciting way to go, that's for sure. Uh, heading across to the west, and it hasn't been a great week for uh, for Basil Zemplis, the the Lord Mayor had a had a little bit of a tongue twister yeah. when it came to reporting on the women's tennis. But we're going to steer clear of that because well, you're we're not, not allowed, we're, to, not we, allowed we, opinion we, anymore, Patrick, in this world. So we well, he, we're going to steer clear <laughs> of the politics side of things. <laughs> we are you up nice and early, in, firing you up early this morning. The Metro. Well, Basil thought he was talking. He thought he was off air and. Apparently talking about reading the news. Oh, boy. Leave it there. Heading to the metro waters <laughs> of Perth. Basil. The speedsters. That bluefin tuna have turned up. They and have. They, and good size. Yeah, bluefin 15 tuna. to 25 kilos. So some absolute... We'll take that. Even bigger at times, to be honest with you. Some we absolute will take that. crackers. There were some great photos during the week out of the Perth metro. So that's really, really exciting to see they've turned so up. So taking again. those on, on top water, like, are you... Are you Fishing for those yeah, the same that we do here, using skirts, using the teaser bars to really get them going. Yeah, so you've got your teaser bars, you've obviously got your hard bodies, and of course, casting. So whatever method you want to try for the day, obviously cater to the life that's happening. If they're on top and the birds are working, casting's great. If they're a little bit finicky and you're marking them up, use the teaser bars. So different methods on different days, as we like to talk about. All the techniques will work right around the country, around the world. you yep. just got to cater for what's on offer on the day. And bird life is obviously one of the significant factors that come into play when you're chasing southern bluefin tuna because they're a prolific feeder on the surface. So basically, be ready to go with everything and you're going to catch fish. Now, have a look at this. Down at Will Binger, Patrick. Will Binger. I pronounce it correctly. Land-based probably, fishing. Probably not with some of our pronunciation on the show. But you know I'm what? I'm close with it. We don't care. <laughs> Well, sometimes I uh, get pulled up on a few things, and I yeah, got a smile and wave. Uh, Will Binger, land base fishing off the surf. We do appreciate your feedback though on real adventures, and you can get in contact with our social, send us a direct message if you like, 
We're not going to respond to the abuse, but we do have a <laughs> chuckle at it at times. <laughs> Fishing land base at one meter. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting it. Ah, it's good. One meter eighty around the ten kilo mark. A salted mully on a pilly rig lobbed way out with a custom fishing rod, landed land base, a very unexpected cobia Beautiful. off the beach. So that is sensational to catch one of those fish off the beach there. Bloody in oath it is. Wolvinga. So that doesn't happen every day of the week, Patrick, so I thought I'd better throw that in there. Heading to your old uh, accommodation, South Australia. Now, this is what I'm going to be doing very soon, Patrick. South Oz. Uh, oh, yeah, this is exciting. So Ash Smith, who used to own, I think it's Arno Bay Fishing Charter, well, not used to own, still owns it. Obviously, yep. used to be a charter boat operator with a snapper massively. And it's still charter boat operator, Ash does, and he's a fantastic fisher. But now that snapper have been taken away from him, he concentrates a lot on the Samson and Kingfish, fishing the lower air peninsula. Massive Kingfish coming from there, up to 143 centimetres. And these are absolute horses. Like, when we talk about Kingfish... Oof, like this is as good yep. as you get in New Zealand, these sort of things. They are extraordinary fish, especially out there, and the Samson fish that he's getting mixed into out there. So Arno Bay Fishing Charters, if you are after a uh, good time out there, because they travel a little bit offshore, up to 540, up to 80 k's at times to get these fish. So you want to know where you go and pick your days, etc. but very, very good fishing. The other thing, the other reason you want to know um, where you're going is there's been a few uh, men in grey suits of late red. There has been a couple. A couple large whites just sort of slowly cruising around the York Peninsula. And unlike Victoria, they're actually South, South Australians actually get the fish identification right that and was, the size identification right. I was right. going to save it for the gaff. We that's, are. That's, we are. Because so sti- I'm pretty annoyed about that. <laughs> Stick around for the gaff. But in South Australia, things are identified correctly and the size isn't blown out of proportion. Exactly. Well, especially not for these young fellas. Young boys, Joel and Harvey, out overnight trip to Thistle Island. you know where Thistle Island is? Out off Port Lincoln there? Of course it is, South Australia. Yep. Kingfish, Queen, Snapper, Nanagai, massive Silver Trevally. The freezer is well stocked, they report. So they're fishing out of Thistle Island if you can get out there for your overnight trip. It is a trip of a lifetime out there. You stay in the boat overnight at the islands. And then the fishing is just absolutely 10 out of 10. So it is some seriously good fishing out there. Uh, Port Vincent as well. There's been some good reports of crabs and also whiting as we head across the Tasman Redmond. And there's been a, it's been a nice weekend at, uh, at Lake Sorrel. Fish going over the half metre mark. Some beautiful browns being caught. And once again, the Tassie Devils have been doing the damage. I'll tell you what, when you say half a metre mark, and you turn, I'm like, what half metre? Then you go 55 centimetres. Half a metre seems bigger than 55 centimetres. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? How, how big was the fish? Half a metre. It sounds massive. Yeah. It's got, you got, you got, I literally, when you said it, I had to quickly look at the report. I'm like, half a metre? Are you talking crap? No, they were 55 <laughs> centimetres. They were really good. <laughs> uh, a half metre trout. So that was Lake Sorrel fishing really, really well, feeding on top, uh, feeding on little, little, um, uh, spinners on the top, yep. fishing very, very well. Uh, also, some stripey, some striped trumpeter out of St. Helens, Patrick, up to 90 centimetres. So they are a beautiful eating fish, and they are a beautiful fighting fish too. So if you can get onto the striped trumpeter, it is always good. And we've got a massive... Oh, no, you got something there for me? Just the last one. Sorry. Um, Tail Race Park, there's been some nice brim caught in there as well. Um, Yabbies have been the preferred bait, and they've been catching some really nice brim. Brim fishing, people love doing that, especially with their fake muscle things that I don't know how they work. <laughs> Victoria. <laughs> this is a big report for Victoria this week. Flathead in Mallacoota, yep. massive, up to a metre. 
in the shallow. So how shallow, shallow are we talking? A meter of water, if that. Like some yeah. of them are doing big fish. Big. Quite often, when you find these big girls, they're often with a few smaller males. So they're hanging around the sides of them. And Have you uh, seen some of the drone footage? Oh, incredible. They, they put the drones up above these and then they launch these. Swim they're, baits. They're, they're swim baits. but they're actually, leg. They're a, <laughs> they're, they're, it's actually a human body. They, they are a foot long. It's honestly, it's, it's like the fugitive. Yep. They're taking some of the one-armed man. Yep, they're, they're massive. freaking massive. Yep, so they work really and well. And then you see these crocodiles launch out of the sand. Oh. They're the pinnacle of Australia, these big flooded, I think. One of the pinnacle, one of those icons. Oh, estuary fishing? Estuary fi- in the estuary world, yeah. Or even estuary oh, and fishing, fishing in total, yeah. Barra yeah. and big flathead around Australia yeah. would have to be the two that, I think, the metre flathead and the metre barra are the two. Like, you think well, of a metre barra, and then you think of a metre flathead, you're like, geez, a big fish. Like, barra, you think, yeah, metre, yeah. Well, people used to ca- uh, keep the flatties, and now it's like, sack. you know, you do not keep no, a big, so they brought big in, flathead. No, so they brought in the size limits. Now, I... I Actually, not familiar with them, but basically, long story short, you have to release these flathead the in a certain range in these these big flatties. So Similar to Murray Cod. Yeah, so you're in a certain range of these size limit. You've got to release them, which is great to see. Port Welshpool, the G-man. He had, Wayne has been down there, and I think they've landed 70-plus kings in a few days fishing. I did see something. I was, I was could tempted. Have been, could have been more in the end. I was tempted to message him and say, just, just you know, cry back a few times. Throw him over the border. Well, he was doing By it. the border, I mean Sorrento Ooh. to Queenscliff. <laughs> tag and release. He's been tagging and releasing those. So Port Walshville is on fire for the kingfish, if you're interested. Western Port, Viting have been very, very good. Crago has been over there most mornings getting his bag limit captures. And hitting that with the change of tide, hitting the dirty water. Yeah, so as soon as that tide starts running, he is into it. And then you've also got the tuna out of Western Port. They've sparked up a fair bit too. Once those tides kicked in, they're fishing very, very good. Because there was good reports of tuna, but the reports so, were challenging because people couldn't get them to bite. I couldn't even get them to bite for yeah. bloody days. They were so painful. Uh, yeah. They are so, so painful. But Portful Bay Whiting, I did extremely well on those all week and last week. Garfish, really well on those. Tuna offshore. Kings offshore fight up massively on certain days. Or they go one day, not the next. You know what they're like, but fishing very good. Temperamental bass. Polo Bay, tuna <laughs> fishing very good. Bottom fishing very good, gummies, etc. Port Ferry, Portland, tuna and kings are on. Bottom fishing extremely good. Gummies, schoolies, nanagai, trumpeter, you name it. Heading inland, it's a little bit of dust world. Lake Beauty, trout and redfin on fire. Redfin out of Lake Moran and lots and lots of redfin out of Parumbi. So it's all happening in the state of Victoria, Patrick. You know what? You might even get your paycheck for real adventures this week. That's one of your best efforts, I it's, uh It's just easy when you're in this time of the year. I mean, you should see in winter. Well, don't lie to you. Some of them you have to add a little bit of GST to. But during this time of the year, Patrick, <laughs> this report <laughs> is so... You can't, you well, if there's only three brim caught, I'll add it to six. Sounds better. You've got to keep people wanting to fish, Patrick. You've got to get them out there in the great outdoors. I'm not going to be sitting there going, there's no fish, don't do anything. Because there is fish. It's just not as good. And when you're at this time of the year... The reports come to you. It's great. Being thrown under the bus. Anyway, <laughs> all right, it's time to wrap up there before we get in any more trouble. Uh, uh, that is the whip around for Razorback 4x4. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4 or Aaron's reports <laughs> for real adventures. We will see you after the break. <laughs>